you want to start? I forgot yeah. everything you Good. just said. Okay. So, well, how do you, you want to start, start this? Hi, everyone. This is Kathleen. And this is Katie. And we're here to answer the question, is, is it, it really, really that bad? bad? The internet is filled with terrible reviews that often leave me wondering whether it's impossible to receive good service nowadays or if all reviewers are batshit crazy. I mean, was the salad really that bad or is this lady mid-breakup? Is that campsite really so awful or is this dude processing unresolved daddy issues? People take time out of their busy and important lives to leave these scathing reviews, so the least we can do is validate them. Or not. We're here in the hot seats of Bro Bro Studios, home of The Hooray Show. The Bro Bros are off this week, volunteering their time tonight at the Los Angeles Mission, a homeless shelter in downtown L.A., providing help, hope, and opportunity to men, women, and children in need. Those sweet guys. I know, right? So they've turned the mics over to us to bring you another life-affirming episode of... Is Is it it really really that bad? bad? All right, so here's why we are sitting here Doing this podcast. Doing this podcast. So I'm an avid bike rider and I commute to work every day. You know, I go through my checklist and I'm like, okay, check in the air and the back tires. Seems a little low, which is weird because I just filled it up the day before. And then I check the front tire and it's a little low. So I fill up my tires. Great. No problem. And I get about five minutes out, half a mile out. And my two tires are like donuts. It's the worst. It's the worst. And so here's the other problem. I, like a jerk, was not carrying a patch kit. I was not carrying an extra inner tube. I was not even carrying an air pump. Rookie mistake. I know. Well, in my defense, I owned all these things in my last bicycle, which was stolen. R.I.P. R.I.P. That was a good bike. (laughs) So what did you do? So I trudged all the way to work. Because you could still ride on them. They weren't deflated. They were holding air. But clearly what was happening is as I was filling up the air in my tires, it was deceiving me. I would feel it and it would feel great. And as soon as I started to ride, it it would let out a ton of air. So I get to work and I say, okay, I, I don't want to go home like this. This is this took a lot of work to get here. So I pull up Yelp. I Yelp for everything. I, when I go out of town, if I'm looking at a restaurant, what about you? Do you use? I do. I use Yelp. I use Angie's List, all those different things whenever I need a recommendation for something or if I'm looking for a service, yeah, um, all that stuff. Yeah. And I trust the reviews. I do, too. I mean, you have to be discerning about them. Sure. So I pull up the nearest bike shop to my work, and it is like a bike desert in Alhambra where I work. The closest place is a place called Alhambra Cycle Sports, and it has two and a half stars. Oof. I know. A lot of reviews and two and a half stars. And I thought, okay, well, I, I think I know what I need. I think I know it's the valve system in my inner tubes. Because the chance of both of the tires having a slow leak, both of the inner tubes being pierced or punctured, that wasn't adding up to me. From what I do know about my years and years of cycling, that was not adding up. So I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to have the inner tubes replaced with a different valve system. However, I started reading these reviews and I was so horrified by what I was reading that I literally didn't go. I was like, I cannot use this place. And I thought, oh, come on. Like, is it, could it really be that bad? 
So you suffered all the way home on these two tires that you had originally were like, I can't do it. Well, first what I did was I immediately texted you and said, I have a great idea for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to us right now. Cut to us right now. (laughs) Where... I have to test how much of it is I'm having a bad day and I'm just going to take it out on the world, including Alhambra Cycle Sports, or this place is so horrible, I need the world to know about it. Yeah. Are these people doing you a service or are they venting their bullshit? Correct. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Are you just venting a whole bunch of bullshit? Or are you informing me? Or are you my sister and you got my back? I don't know. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. We're going to find out. So inspired by Kathleen's dilemma, we're going to go through and read these bad reviews. These horrible Yelp reviews. Horrible. Like frightening. Like one star horrible. Like I would give it no stars if I could. Like I signed up for Yelp so I could leave a horrible review for this place. (laughs) We're going to read these terrible reviews and then we're going to take Kathleen's bike to Alhambra Cycle Sports and find out. Is is it it really really that that bad? So here's what I read. Should I, I'll read one and you'll, you'll read one. Okay. 7-11-2017. So this is very recent. This is within the time frame that I needed to go. Nathan C. from San Gabriel, California. I just also want to point out that he's only written one review. So Nathan made it a point after this experience to come on and write this one review because he has one review to his credit. And it was 7-11-2017. Came to ask about the handlebar tape, and he kept showing what I didn't want. And when he showed what I wanted, he overcharges. $15 sign for the tape and $12 sign for the labor. That $27 that I can use at another bike shop. This place, it's not good. Okay, here's my first question. Yeah. He says, he kept showing me what I didn't want. I came to ask about handlebar tape, and he kept showing me what I didn't want. Sounds like he went in not knowing what he needed. Possibly. And then said that the guy kept showing him what he didn't want. So so he doesn't have balls, is what you're saying. No, so he doesn't know what he's looking for. That's what I would, That's my takeaway from this. He doesn't, know what, he doesn't know what he's looking for, and the professional who's working at the store says, oh, this can work, but for whatever reason, not identified here, he doesn't... Tell, he doesn't talk about why it's not what he's looking for. Right. I Through his grammar as well, I don't think he's a very articulate person, Nathan. All right. That doesn't mean... Or I mean, his, his, opinion, his opinion is valid, for Correct. sure. Correct. But, I, yeah, just... Yeah. He maybe was so frustrated and so angry, he could not fully articulate his grievance. That's what I think. Okay. He, he, he didn't get into it enough for me to be able to relate to this. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm reading, this is from, let me see, what's the date on this one? From four months ago, Dave S. This is uh, one star. We'll never go back there again. He ripped me off for service of my son's bike, refused to fix the gears as discussed. He just starts yelling like a lunatic, exclamation point. (laughs) I mean, first of all, this guy's little icon is... Uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley from Step Brothers. So I already know that he's like a bit of a knucklehead. That tells me something right there. Yeah. Um, but what, do, Kathleen? What are your thoughts on this one? I don't know. I want to. I hope he, whoever he is, the owner, the guy working there. I hope he 
just starts yelling. What do you think he started yelling? <laughs> Get out of my store! Yeah. Like, what is, I don't... I'm not fixing those gears! Yeah, like, you're a bike shop. Like, what is he yelling? <laughs> I have a feeling that Dave S. may have anger management problems and yelled first. <laughs> Something tells me Dave S. yelled first. <laughs> yeah. He shot first. Well, who... Who just starts yelling at your customers? Yeah, that's a great question. Like, like a lunatic. Yeah. Something drove him to the point of lunacy. Right. What could that be, Davis? Davis. I ask you. Right, yeah. This is, is it really problem. that bad? Is it really that bad, Davis? Because that, that's the problem. Okay, so, but what is his, and he's only written two reviews. Yeah. So what do, what do we hear? He's never going back. He's definitely never going back. Okay. I get the good one. April. <laughs> <laughs> April G. April G's avatar is Hello Kitty. Yeah. Uh, one star. Now, April G has 14 friends, 47 reviews, and three photos. Uh, written January 7th, 2017. He is an asshole and cannot speak. Can't. I can't. He is an <laughs> I'm the asshole and can't speak. <laughs> he is an asshole and can't speak English right. Go elsewhere. Keep your money in your pocket. Wow. All right, April. April. <laughs> Honey. Well, okay. Do we think he's Swedish? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you are in Glendale, California. No, Alhambra. You are in Alhambra, California. So you California. have a large Asian population. Could be anything. You have a large Hispanic population. Yeah. You have white people. Yeah. What if he was French? There's a large Muslim population. Muslim. Do you think he's French? He might be French. You know he what? Could Let's, be... Who do we think? Because he yells like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. I think he's French. I think he's Italian. Now we're just getting racist. <laughs> uh, well, either way, I'm looking forward to going to see this guy because I feel a lot of passion. Yeah. Like, it seems like all these people are like, I went in there with this idea and he wanted no part of it. Right. And I am on board for that. Like, if there's one thing I'm going to show up for, it's it's a, well, I told you to. It's a good, like, finger wag. You yeah. Know? Is, that the, is that a terrible word? Finger wag? Yeah. One of these. Where you like shake Is your it finger? A terrible word. I don't know. It sounds terrible. Finger. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yes. Please read Alex A's review. Okay. Katie. Alex A has forty-seven friends. She's left nineteen reviews. I think it's a boy. Has oh he has seven photos, which clearly I don't have eyes to see. Uh, okay, one star. First of all, I walked in and the place was messy as hell. I swear to God, I saw a roach crawl up the wall. And then when I <laughs> you're not eating here. <laughs> okay. Sorry. First of all, I walked in and saw the place was messy as hell. I swear to God, I saw a roach crawl up the wall. And then I walk in and I asked the guy if you could replace my tires, put a new tube. And he gave me an outrageous estimate of like $120 to them. And when I asked him to itemize the receipt as far as labor and the price of materials would cost. <laughs> you have to read this as no punctuation. I know. Gave me an outrageous estimate of like $120 to them. And when I asked for the itemized receipt, as far as the labor and price of materials would cost, you just left and got all mad and aggressive and never came back and they will rip you off. After he supposedly fixed it, went flat within like two weeks. And then I took it to another bike shop and then and that claimed it was... It was a used tube and had been patched up. And when I questioned him about it, he waved it off. No refunds after seven days. Worst bike shop ever. One person found this useful. I mean, here's the thing. Of all of these things that we've read, this one is the most... It's nonsensical and yeah. it's useful. There's information in here we can work with. Okay, so Alex A. First of all, Alex, I'm so proud of you for biking. This is great. It, I, the other thing I want to say is Alex A. probably has a fixie bike with no brakes. We don't know that. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. 
Heather W. San Gabriel, two reviews. I mean, this is fascinating because these people are having such bad experiences that they are compelled on the same day. Wait, mm. I th- see <clears throat> Alex and Heather might know each other. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. It looks like, yeah, read Heather's. Okay. Also, no, no punctuation. Yeah, I think, I think Alex and Heather are dating. It's Alex and Heather sitting in a tree. See, and that's the thing. It's like you have a bad experience, and then you get everybody and their mother. You have to go on and write a bad review. I mean, it's like you're pissed off, and then you get you make your partner complicit in this anger. Okay. Dangerous and a complete ripoff. She calls him dangerous right out the gate. Went in there for a new tire for a fixie bike. See? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You were right. And new horn handlebars and a new front tube. Now, what I walked away with was a total of $125 that didn't include labor, which he tacked on another $25, which came to $150. Thank you, Heather, because I could not have done that math, and I'm being serious. And I needed to see the itemized bill. See, again, same day, itemized bill. And I needed to see the itemized bill. He wouldn't give me one and suddenly spoke no English. Again with the English. So on my way home, after regrettably paying for his services, my front tire blew. And when I got home, I saw he put a used tube that had been patched three times over in the front tire. And when I bought the new tire, he didn't even give me the old one back. I had road rash all up and down my right side, and when I went back the next day, he denied everything to even remembering me, and it had only been 24 hours. He will be hearing from my lawyer. Yes! Heather W.'s lawyering up. (laughs) Heather, you're 19. Who's your lawyer? Unless it's Alex. Yeah, don't tell me it's Alex. (laughs) You have a fixie bike. You don't have a lawyer. Don't let this bike shop happen to you or your loved ones, especially the little ones. So she is preying on children in that she is preying on your fear of children. She's saying, if you care one ounce about your child, do not put it, do not in harm's way, in harm's way by using this man's bike shop. Because he will kill your child. This is what she's saying. Yeah. She's planting seeds that if you use his services, your child's bike tires will explode. And they will die. And they will die. And I have road rash. <laughs> and a lawyer. <laughs> so. I have road rash. Things we know about Heather. Heather. She has road rash and a lawyer. <laughs> and a fixie bike. And a fixie bike. With a new handle horn handlebars. <laughs> Okay, so her overall yeah. her overall gripe is he will kill your child. He's going to kill your children. Oh, okay, Heather. Kill children. And what else? Uh, it's the same thing. I mean, they were clearly... In the, I actually think they went in there for Heather's bike. I think that Heather was the one with the complaint, and Alex followed up. Because at yeah. a certain point in his review, he said, and then you walked away. Like, <gasps> I think they were, like, sitting next to each other, and he oh. was like, whatever. So I think that's how that works. But... It's the same story. It just seems like she's accusing him of repairing her old tire and giving it back to her and charging her 150 bucks for it. Yeah. I will say, though, this is an example of people who did absolutely no research. Because if I walked in somewhere and said, I need this $10 bike tire to be put on my bike, and someone said that's going to be $150, I would have walked straight out. <laughs> right. Like, they went through with it. Yeah. So, I don't know. He wins. Yeah. You know? You want to read Gary T. from Monterey Park? 
Zero friends. Poor Gary. Five reviews. Stay away from this bike shop. The worst customer service ever. Stopped by to buy a replacement tube for my bike. I show the owner the old tube. He just glanced over it and hand me the replacement tube without saying a word. After leaving the shop, I opened the box and found out that he sold me a tube with the wrong type of air valve, so I had to go and ask for an exchange. Just to be sure he is giving me the right one this time, I opened the box in front of him. The new tube has different numbers on it than the old one, so I asked him if the new one will fit my bike. He started yelling, in capital letters, yelling at me, even though I don't even understand what he is saying. The owner is Korean, who uh. speaks very limited English, who yells at their customer for asking just a simple question. I will definitely be taking my business elsewhere. See, this so far is the most valuable one because it's kind of summing up. It's like a an amalgam of all of the other ones. Yeah. Like, they're all about bike tubes. That scares me. That's exactly what I need. I need a bike tube with a different air valve. Yeah. So they're about bike tubes, about him overcharging, and about him yelling, be- becoming irate. <laughs> yeah. Losing his shit. (laughs) So it's an inability to communicate is what I'm getting from this. Correct. People are not able to, they're, they're not speaking the same language, literally. Correct. And he's getting very angry and trying to rip them off is what it sounds like. Something like that. I mean, we've had four or five, I've lost count. We've had a a bunch of reviews now that have all said kind of the same thing. Right. I'm inclined to believe these negative reviews. Okay. Let me just say. Two years prior to the reviews we just read, mm-hmm. one, bad customer service, two, not professional, few components, few choices, three, expensive, very, four, can't communicate with poor English, also written a month later, worst bike shop ever, I went this stupid biker shop today t- for fix my wheels cog, I asked how long it going, I'm not making this up, she is not. I asked how long it going take you to done and he ignored me. (laughs) He said that he was busy and he give me the tool. Tell me to do it by myself. Teach a man to fish. (laughs) (laughs) Andy. (laughs) Well, here's here's what we can expect. We will know that we will probably get overcharged if we appear to not know what we're doing. Mm hmm. He doesn't listen. He won't meet our expectations. This is like my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, so... There are roaches. There are roaches, which is just generally gross. I have yet to walk into a, a, a portion of a bike shop where they actually fix things that is clean. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. But that's, again, part of the reason I take my bike to a bike shop is because I don't want to get gross. They deal in grease and mud and, yeah, dirty things. Uh, the materials will be poor. He'll sell you second-rate shit. Yeah, and kill my kid. <laughs> kill my child. <laughs> Could it really be that bad? You are on the fastest route. You should reach your destination by 4.17 p.m. right outside the store. Here we are at Cycle Sports Alhambra Wheel and Hobby. I think that's what it's called. All those words are on the sign. <laughs> yeah. And I gotta say, it looks really professional. It does. From the outside. Yeah, it does. They have uh, some little like motorized scooter thing in the window. There's an open sign and a bike rack. Yeah. There's a bike rack right out front. There's a sign that says parking in rear. 
Um, their, their hours are on the door. Like I would not knowing this, I would walk in trusting this place. Absolutely. I could only see the, there's a something next door and I can only see R I E S and I thought it was pastries and I got excited. Oh, I wish <laughs> it says batteries. Not nearly as exciting. <laughs> nope. All right. All right. We're going to do this. Here Ready? we go. We're going to find out. Is, is it, it really, really that bad? bad? We were so nervous. I know. That noise you're hearing is um, the door. It's the bell that rings when you walk through the door. That's professional. I did not expect that. Me either. So we walked in, and it was the the man who was described in the reviews was helping another customer. So this was Daniel? Daniel was his name. You made first contact. I did. First contact with Daniel. Danny was kind of tall, olive skin complexion. He had very thick eyebrows, which I found swarthy and handsome. <laughs> he was young. He was significantly younger than either one of us old broads. Yeah, he was. He was a young kid. He yeah. He was just like some guy who works in the back repairing bikes. Like if I had to call Central Casting and say, (laughs) I need a kid, I need a soft-spoken yet well-versed in bicycles, tall, swarthy, tall, dark, handsome-ish. I think you found him more handsome than I did. Probably. Yeah. That's exactly the guy. I mean, he's straight out of Central Casting. <laughs> Maybe it's just stock. It's just been sitting around. Okay. Factory shelves, whatever. Uh, usually it doesn't have to Okay. What would it cost to replace it? Daniel was really knowledgeable. He was. He, he didn't make me feel stupid for not really knowing what the problem was. Kathleen asked him at one point. Did you write a fixie? If he wrote a fixie. I used to ride quick skier. I don't like it that much. And he gave kind of like, no, 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 I don't do that. Well, I used to, but I don't anymore. Yeah. And then became way too cool for school on his mountain bike. Yeah. Hover around 90 and then 75 on the Well, I think he realizes fixies are for fucking assholes that don't (laughs) use brakes. I can't tell you, uh, when I did the midnight ride with Janelle. Oh, yeah. Those kids were yeah, they're out of their minds, crashing and burning yeah. and causing accidents. Yes, and I'd be like, oh, there goes another one. <laughs> Fixies are dropping like flies. Yeah, they were, they were. Sometimes we put too, put too much air. Uh, sometimes I put too little. Mm. Um, Wait, so you, I'm not following. So you're saying put less air for a better ride? Okay. But I also want to take a moment to address the sound you hear behind Daniel speaking. Mm-hmm. There was a Korean game show playing the entire time. Yes. Well, when we first walked in, actually, it was the news, and they were talking about Usain Bolt's second-to-last ever race. And then it turned into a game show, like a very Vanna White sort of a game show. It was... Fascinating. Was the TV off-putting to you, Katie? It was a little bit, but I probably because I knew we were recording. Oh. Um, but if I had just been a customer in there with a bike, I don't think I would have cared. Yeah, I didn't care. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's a choice. Sure. But I'm not the one. I always think this, like, about businesses who have a TV running on God knows what all day. 
I'm not the one that has to be in there for 10 hours a day. Right. Let them, you know, they can watch whatever they want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. So then Daniel starts problem solving with me. Maybe how I'm putting the um, air pump on it. Okay, maybe there's too much pressure. Yeah. I was disappointed to learn that the valve system I wanted was not designed for the rims that I had. So I asked him about changing out the rims so I can have the valve system I want. And I had asked him, I said, then he said, it's not even worth it. He, he eventually quoted me a price of $40 each, which I may or may not do in the future. Uh, but I was impressed. I was impressed that he, he was trying to save me money. He yeah. was valuing, Daniel was valuing my dollar. That's great. That's what I want someone who's selling me something to say after as as i like to say after we encyclopedia brown this shit and figured out a good fix to my problem the culprit the reason why my tires are doughy and leaking air is that actually not a problem yeah if it's an adaptable yeah and it's kind of like you know, it's, it's rubber, maybe, is that my air pump which is has a universal mouth to it isn't that what we called it, Katie? A mouth? A mouth hole? A I mouth think, hole. I think mouth hole is the word we used. Yeah. Was bending the Presta valve, resulting in slow leaking air. The thing that I really appreciated about Daniel is that he was working so hard to not make it my fault. He was like, well, you know, it's old stock. Oh, well, you know, sometimes these things bend, you know, and... and he was trying to make me feel good about the problem and, and not making me the jerk that created the problem. Not only that, Daniel created a solution for me in which he replaced the tubes with the bent valves and added an adapter, turning the Presta valve into a Schrader valve, which is what I wanted in the first place, so that my pump with the universal mouth hole wouldn't break my valves anymore. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. What's your name? Daniel. Daniel, I'm Kathleen. Thank you. Once he took your bike back and he started to work on it, uh, we were left up front and there was like a, a glass case that had a bunch of sort of accessories in it. On one wall, there were um, a bunch more accessories, you know, helmets and handlebars and all that kind of stuff. No dead children. No dead children. That no we, roaches. That we could see. Right. So we're there. We're up front. And the shop owner was there as well. We learned his name is Brian. We learned that his name was Brian. Um, and the person he was helping had left so it was just the three of us sort of standing up there watching tv so we struck up a conversation with brian and kathleen asked do you guys sell um, pouches for the to strap on the back of the bike not on me but on the bicycle and i think the thing that we had noticed is that i mean to validate a little bit of the reviews, his his English is not fantastic. Uh, however, he was able to communicate very well. Look, this is someone who comes from a different country. He is not from the United States of America. Right. That being said, he is a small business owner um, and clearly knowledgeable about bikes, runs a bike shop. It was fine. We yeah. we had several conversations yeah. um, uh, across many different topics. Yeah. He could understand us. I could understand him. And let me let me say this. I am not good with heavy 
accents. I'm just not good with them. I went to Scotland and seriously was like, I don't think you're speaking English. (laughs) (laughs) And I myself can barely speak English. And, you know, it's impressive. Anybody who is bilingual, it it's like... Yeah. Brian spoke two languages. Right. And I don't. Maybe more. Maybe more. Know. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't. I can't communicate in a passable way in Korean. Right. You know? Right. No, so, never. So we asked about the these pouches that you put under your seat and you can put some of your stuff in. Uh, and he showed us one, which was priced pretty standard i have one yeah Yeah. it was you know if i needed one i would have bought that one probably fair market value um and he was looking around for others but couldn't quite find them but definitely definitely was able to communicate what he was looking for what he thought we needed or something that might be helpful everything we asked him he was pretty open about figuring out with us yeah so while the three of us are out there sort of just making conversation talking about bikes Brian looks at us and says, Francis. Yeah, friends. Oh, friends. Yeah. oh, thank you. She's beautiful. Are you two sisters? <laughs> Which we thought was pretty funny as Kathleen is has red hair and fair skin. And I have dark hair and olive skin. Uh, and we kind of laughed that off. And he said, oh, but which one of you is older? <laughs> yeah. And I'm in my 30s. 30 years old? Yeah. Well, give or take. (laughs) It's all the drinking I do. (laughs) Kathleen said that she was a few years older. A few years older, and Brian that Brian was flabbergasted. That blew his mind. He could not accept the fact that Kathleen was older than me. That I was in my thirties. He didn't think that seemed right at all. Yeah. I said, Katie should just go give him a bad review. <laughs> just for assuming that I was the younger one. <laughs> What's your favorite bike? He dodged this question. Like, what, he did. If you rode a bike, no, you have no favorites? Yeah, no. It's like your children? Somebody like somebody, somebody like somebody beach cruiser. Yeah, I guess it depends what you want depends it for. Beach cruisers. Beach cruiser. But he didn't say Schwinn. Yeah. He didn't say Trek. Ah, yeah. He didn't say Diamondback. I like the thicker tires, too. Yeah, more comfortable. Right, yeah, it's safer. Yeah, we learned that Brian liked a safer... It's a safe, comfortable beach cruiser. Yes, conservative. Brian's conservative. Yeah, when it comes to bike riding. When it comes to Socialist in politics. (laughs) Yes. Everybody's the same. (laughs) But I like comfort. He was dressed really comfortably. I felt like he was definitely front of store. Like, he had... He was like a... you know, casually, professionally dressed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Daniel had grease on his hands. He even extended his hand to shake and said, I don't want to shake your hand because I have grease. Yeah, that was nice of him to think about our pure hands. <laughs> what a gentleman that Daniel was. Maybe we're giving Daniel a lot of credit, but you know what? He, he deserved it. it. Yeah, yeah, he deserved it. The thing that I also appreciated about Brian is that he didn't scamper to the back or no. try to ignore us. Mm-mm. He was like... He was engaged. Yeah. And he he wasn't trying to sell us things the whole time either. Like it was right. very clear at a certain point we were done. We were just waiting. Mm-hmm. And so we were all just making conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did not yell at us. Not once. I, I kind of t- wish he had. Yeah. I was trying to say things that would enlicit <laughs> Brian to yell in my face <laughs> like a maniac. You were making inflammatory comments. <laughs> I was like Hussein Bolt and... That's a Raleigh. 
And you thought he would be like, I know it's a Raleigh. <laughs> All right. Right. Get out of my store. Get out of my store. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So Daniel quoted us. I said, how long is this going to take? And he said, Meh, around 20 minutes. He was not wrong. Yeah, we recorded from start to finish, I think, 23 minutes. Yeah. And we started before we got out of the car and continued recording once we got in the car. Right. And he charged exactly what he said he would. Yeah, he didn't... There was no, like, oh, plus this for service, or whatever. Yeah, because I asked him, I said, how much was this going to cost? And he said $10 each inner tube and $1.50 for the Schrader valve adapter. And I said, parts, labor, everything. He was like, yeah. And he made good on his word. He he did. Yeah. Then he showed me. This is how great Daniel is. Oh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. He then showed me exactly how to use this new system we've created. Mm -hmm. I think Daniel should patent this system for knuckleheads like me. (laughs) The Daniel. The (laughs) Daniel. What kind of tubes do you have? The The Daniel. I took my bike in and got the Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> if they're functioning. Cool. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you. Have a good one. First impressions. Oh my okay. God. For, first of all, we're back in Kathleen's car. We just left the bike shop. Kathleen, tell them about your experience. I have to say, I had an excellent experience. One of the best. Yeah. Like, one of the best bike shop experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Okay, we're back. We're back at Bro Bro Studios. Still thinking about our lovely trip to Alhambra Cycle Sports. I had an excellent experience. Yeah. I had an excellent experience. I was not, I was so nervous. I think we built it up so far in our heads that I was expecting a horrifying scene. Chaos. Chaos. I was expecting pure chaos and to not even get to the point of being able to deal with someone. Yeah. I was expecting little orphan Annie's orphanage. (laughs) (laughs) Miss, what was her name? Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. I was expecting Miss Hannigan. Yeah. I was expecting a cross between Miss Hannigan and Don Knotts from Three's Company. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting like a soup Nazi sort of a deal. Yes. Like we would get in there and be like, I need new tubes. Get out. You know, like I really thought it was going to be like we were going to have to like fight our way in and like haggle with some guy and right. get shut down and leave without what we wanted. Right. It is of my opinion that between the time the reviews were written and the time Katie and I went that Brian was visited by three ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about what we were expecting and let's see if it so I, I took notes last time we were here. We were expecting to be overcharged. Were we overcharged? No. No, we got a very fair price. Fair price. Fair price. In fact, he was like, don't do this one thing you want to do. You'll be wasting your money. Yep. Another review said he was not going to listen to you. I not only felt like he was listening to you, Mm -hmm. but asking you questions. Well, Daniel was asking questions. And then Brian even came in when we were, the three of us were standing in front talking and asked 
questions, ask knowledgeable questions about your experience biking. He listened so well. Yes, he did. Both of them. Both of them did. They can listen. Another review said that they were not going to meet our expectations. Did they meet your expectations, Katie? And beyond. I mean, my expectation was disaster. (laughs) So anything above that is golden. My How about ex- you? Well, no, because I was expecting to get ass raped and yelled at, <laughs> yeah. and none of that happened. Yeah. They did not meet my expectations. I was not yelled oh. at. <laughs> they did not kill any of my children. No, none. <laughs> They're all still alive. They cared. Yeah. They they gave me good value. Mm-hmm. So no, my expectations were not met. <laughs> <laughs> so in summary, we went to Alhambra Cycle Sports, and I give it four bicycles. Four whole bikes and an extra chain. I give it four bicycles and half a tricycle. Four bicycles and three brake pads. <laughs> I give it four bicycles, half a tricycle, and a helmet. Four bicycles, three brake pads, and one of those little things that goes out of the seat. We're killing Chad. Four bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Is It It Really Really That Bad? Bad? I'm Kathleen. And I'm Katie. Tune in next time. When we'll be visiting another place that has terrible reviews. And we're going to let you know. Is it it really really that bad? bad?